Right, I'm on the set of my new video. But as you can see, everyone's fucked off. And I've got to do all the cleanup work myself. What else is new? A woman's work is never done. So all you people out there who are making videos to my single, um, Four Minutes, keep up the good work. Nice job. Nice one. Okay? But you got to clean up after yourself, alright? Because cleanliness is next to godliness. Now get out of here. We've got work to do. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All, All I want to do is talk. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All I want to do is talk. No shit. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All I want to do is talk. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All I want to do is talk. Get stupid. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All I want to do is talk. Madonna. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. All I want to do is talk. L. U. V. Madonna. Y. You wanna? This is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is all I wanna do we is talk, talk about, about Madonna. Madonna. All I wanna do we is talk. Album all I 13. Do is talk. <laughs> oh, we were not gonna do the whole thing. Album 13, track, track two, three. three. Album 13. <laughs> Jesus. Album 13. All I wanna do is talk about Madonna. <laughs> <sighs> Excuse, I don't mean to be rude. All I want to do is talk about Madonna. <laughs> All I want to do is talk. Album 13. My sugar is raw. <laughs> My sugar is refined. <laughs> this is Mark. And this is Kenny. And this is All I Want to Do is Talk About Madonna. <laughs> Album 13, track three. Give it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Madonna dance up um, song. Oh my Ooh, gosh, my my, my 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 hips started to oh. sway in my chair. Oh, oh I, my whole spine is moving. Oh my goodness, what a what a bop. What a bop. It's Th more than a bop. No, this is a great song. This is a hard driving dance track. Yes. It's aggressive. This is the hard and hard candy. Yeah. Yeah. There's candy in it. 
But you gotta you gotta get to it. You gotta get to it. It's you gotta, tough. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It's tough. It's resonant. It's resolute. It's um, yes. unapologetic. It's very aggressive. Very aggressive. The uh, the the synths in this are super aggressive. I, I I love this song, and I think it it is. I think of all of the Madonna. I'm got the, they've got me down, and I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna rise above and fight. This is the best version of that song. Oh, I think. oh, I I think you're right. I mean, I think like I yes, I think you're right. I mean, it has a, a, a antecedents before this, but like, this is over and over. I mean, we're going back as far as over yeah. and over. And I I I was I listened to over and over before coming to today to have this conversation, and I was like, oh, this is like an amoeba of the specificity that's in "Give It to Me." Got past my first mistake. What was the mistake? We never learn. Oh, we've learned. We've, we've learned. Um, but but this song is just so, it's so powerful and it's so, yeah. it, it's such a diva moment. Totally. This is also, for me, one of the best songs on the on the album where the marriage or the combo of um the outside producer and madonna in this case pharrell is really it's really cohesive it's like it is a madonna song but it has some uh, these elements in it that are very pharrell especially at that breakdown at the yeah. Get stupid breakdown but like also that that she i feel like he pushed her into this other kind of sound which to me feels very like from a foreign country like it's like a european song from like a weird disco in the south of france and like, like grief like like yeah. mykonos yes, or yes, something yes. it would be something like yeah. you're, where the, the the tide is coming in as you're being washed away yeah and it's, like, it's that very beginning dun 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 yeah. dun dun yeah it feels like oh yeah we could be in a greek restaurant and somebody's playing that on the on the yeah. little electric keyboard totally totally And there's and and it has that thing that you touched on in can, in our conversation about candy shop, the joyousness. Yeah, there is yeah. nothing um, pitying or self apologetic. There's nothing negative going on in this song. Right. It's like it's like she's relishing the thrill of the challenge that. That totally. she's asking people to give her. Yeah, well, she's it, the negativity is what she's pushing against. She's like, you can tell me whatever you want. That's going to only fuel me more. It's yep. going to make me more. And it should make you do more. When exactly. are you going to get up? Which a lot of this album, actually, if we think of the first three songs, are all about get up, you get up. It's not just me. It's you. Yeah. Get up, get yeah. up, get up. You don't have that much time. What are you waiting for? Yeah. You know, like TikTok, Nobody's going to show you how. No. Nobody's going to show you, you how. You have to do it. Yeah. Just get up, step into the spotlight.
Well, and there's so many things about this song that that um, evoke earlier things. This, this this to me feels of the earlier Madonna, the one yeah. that, it, and she's almost kind of sailed over all the hard stuff, and she's that raw, ambitious like person that she was. I mean, I think you're right that she captures that, but I don't feel like she sailed over it. I feel like we hear in her voice because I think her voice is really tough in this. It yeah, seems yeah. like a song okay. of experience. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 like, totally, totally, um, totally. Like she's talking to like, I, from my experience, no one's gonna give, give, give you what you want. You're always gonna face resistance. You got to embrace the resistance, take it on your own and use it to fuel you, you know? Well, and, and, and that, you know, I, I think I think that th- there's always this feeling that when people say no to you, it's just, it's just like it's like, but that's your opinion. And and this is my opinion of that. And right. I, and I love that. Well, you know, going back to Mary Gabriel and the book, like, I think, um, you know, this idea that no is not an interest no is not the end of a conversation for madonna you know and uh, she's like well take the no and let's use the no to fuel to the yes you know um what's your favorite part or lyric or anything from the song i mean i love when um this when she sings don't um don't stop me now don't need to catch my breath i can go when the lights go down and there's no one left i can go on and on and on yeah i love that section because that's the time in the song so you've got this hard charging song the song seems to bend to her in that moment yeah where it kind of like it like cradles her vocal So sexy. Yeah. It's so rhythmically different than she's ever done before. Yeah. And and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, I love that part too. I mean, I think the lyrics are all really great. I love, you know, um, got no boundaries and no limits. If there's excitement, put me in it. Yeah. If it's yeah. against the law, arrest me. If you can handle it, undress me. It's but the true favorite part of the song for me is the is the break. Is like yes. This is the one time I think on this record where I am pro break, where they break it down and they stop the song and they do the get stupid. Watch this. Get stupid. Get stupid. Don't stop Get stupid. Get stupid. Get stupid. Don't stop Get stupid. Get stupid. Don't stop Get stupid. Get stupid. Don't stop Get stupid. Get stupid. Well, for me, too, sonically, it's like 
everything changes yeah. in a way yeah. that's so exciting to me yeah. and is really the kind of sound I really love, which is this, that's where going back to this ear candy or earworm thing of like, yeah. there's so many weird things in that sound, in that part, including Pharrell's voice, like that pan, it's panning on yeah. both sides of us to the, the left right. and to the right. Yeah. So much fun. Right. And it is and, so stupid. And those right. cowbells. Oh. We have to talk to about the, right. the cowbells. Oh. It's like so magical. And it's like, it's just like little Bo Peep. I love it so much. <laughs> I heard on Stern you had, that Madonna had a problem with you, or you and Madonna just had a little bit of, you know, a little uh, years ago. Yeah, you and Madonna cool now. Y'all were cool when she we came back downstairs. No, we wasn't okay. that. We wasn't that. She just, just, she just some Madonna got, she just got a little attitude with me for a second, and we went upstairs and we argued for a second, and we came back down, and it was cool. Geez, what did you tell her when you got upstairs? Like, hey, you don't know me, man. Did you tell her that? Like, hey, hey, you don't know me, man. Did you say that to her? No. Oh, okay, I was just checking. I didn't know what, what you said because y'all came down and it was cool. But did, did she order you upstairs? Like, come and hop, like, get up. I need to speak to you right now upstairs. Wow. It's like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Go ahead now. Feisty. Come on, Madonna. Right, right. You know what, you know what we should, should do? do? What? What? I think we should call a friend. I love that idea. Do you think we should see if Marquitos from the Marquitos podcast is around? I, we can make a phone call and find out. All right, let me see if I can find his number. Oh, you've got his number, baby. <laughs> Hold on. Mom, is that you? Told you not to call me on this number. <laughs> Marquitos, it's not your mother. It's Mark and Kenny. Oh! From All I want to do is talk about Madonna. Oh, hey, I thought it was you guys, but you know, my mom calls at this time too. So you guys got to <laughs> take over her spot. Yeah. What's and up? How have, are you? We do have a blocked number, so you can't tell it's us because <laughs> other people don't. <laughs> it at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're doing well. We are in the midst of recording um, and talking about um, Madonna's song, Give It to Me from from the hard candy album and we just felt like we needed to reach out to a friend to talk to about the song and we couldn't think of anybody better than you to talk to so <laughs> uh give it to me hmm i gotta say i always play that song when i vacuum my apartment <laughs> <laughs> no in all seriousness though like i actually think it's a fun track off of uh, hard candy i know it's a very um controversial record in the Madonna fan world but um you know I have a feeling that give it to me really for me has been one of those tracks that kind of had the Madonna message that some of the tracks may not have had as strongly and it's really about empowerment nothing's going to stop me I'm going to do this which is totally Madonna are you like a like a give it to me I'll take the challenge kind of person or are you like, does it is it a motivating song for you, or is it sort of an aspirational song, or neither? <laughs> well, I think she wrote it just because of me. No, just kidding. I, that's a lot of what my <laughs> mantra is about. Like, I'm always about like, tell, don't tell me I can't do something because I'm gonna do it, right? I think I love when she says, "Give me a record and I'll break it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of like my attitude. Like, tell me I can't do something, I'll show you. And that's what mm. I love about her is that she's always like. You know what? I'm gonna do it my way, and then no one's gonna stop me. And I love that 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 theme that's constant. And I think this track uh, really resonates. That is there a time in your life where you've like done that, where you've been like, "All right, I you dare me? I'm gonna go do it. I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna do it." Like, yeah. I mean, a lot of my a lot of my life reflects that. Whether it's uh, me trying to be an actor or me going into advertising, even with my podcast, like nobody wanted to do a podcast with me. And like, 
I was like, you know what? I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to do it myself. And I don't care what anybody else thinks or does. I'm going to learn this. And I did it. And that's really admirable. I love that. Yeah. Because it is a lot more work than people realize. Oh, yeah. (laughs) A lot of work, boys. (laughs) Um, How how did you find Madonna? Like, do you remember the moment when you... Because you're a longtime Madonna fan. And so... Don't I'd love to me. know like when you when 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 you when that that first motivating Madonna struck a chord in you. Oh man. I was thinking about that the other day because like obviously she just started her tour and I'm like I always go back to that first moment where like <gasps> the Madonna magic just hits, right? And I remember like, you know, I I I'm very proud to say that I grew up with her. Like she's definitely like the soundtrack of my life. And it sounds very cheesy to say, but it's true. Like I, I first heard her music when I was a little kid, you know, and I grew up in Los Angeles and I didn't really like understand what she was about or who she was, but I would always hear her music like at parties and stuff. And it was really fun. She was always fun to listen to. But I think when I first really just like got it was when I first heard like a prayer. And I have to say, going back to like, we had a lot of parties in my family. We still do. Mm-hmm. Like there's always a birthday party or a quinceanera or something. Yeah. So, <laughs> so music is always a big part of that. This doesn't I, surprise me, Mark. One of the social yeah. people I know. I can't imagine me like, you know what? Let's not throw a party. <laughs> yeah, I come to the it. next one, boys. I, I remember I was I was in it was in, in Huntington Park, California. Look it up if you don't know where that is. Um, and it was in my uncle's backyard. He was playing the Like a Prayer twelve uh, inch dance mix, and I was like, "What wow. is this song?" And everyone was just like getting up and dance and everything. And I remember picking up the record, um, the single sleevelet, and I was like, "Wow, this woman's so pretty." and i just like was gravitating to that but i would say that was the song of the track that really made me just like a stand like mm. that whole era that whole period and i was i was starting high school i was like coming out i mean you guys you know wash rinse repeat with a lot of her fans right but yeah that was the record that really did it for me um you just celebrated a birthday yes i did and you're kind of i i hope this is okay to say you're kind of around the same age as madonna was when she recorded heart candy yep Absolutely. So I wonder for you, like what in this age of your (laughs) life, like, are you thinking about does what Madonna was going through at that time resonate with you or like, yeah, what, what connections can you make? And also where are you in your life? Like, as far as like, how is age play in your life or like, what are you thinking about now that's different than before? Yeah, I think it's really like you kind of take a deep breath, right? Like, what's what's going on? Where am I at? Like, what what have I what have I done? You know, I kind of take a pause and a breather. I'm sure she did the same thing. Like, I just finished Confessions. You know, I've had an amazing track record. You know, I'm turning 50. I love what she's told. I forgot her. I think it was not Diane Sawyer, but one of those interviewers like, yeah, fuck you. I'm 50. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that attitude. And so give it to me. I'm not there yet. I'll be there next year. But, you know, I, I think as someone in the cusp of that, it really makes you think about your life, you know, like your mortality, you know, sort of like the the impression you're going to leave. And I think, you know, what she does, I think that I also do myself is we just take a quick, a quick breath but then keep going like okay i'm taking a pause i still have much more to do and i'm definitely in a race against time and that's how i see it Mm. oh i love that the race against time because the song to me feels it's a very like churning chugging like yeah it it, it, there's something about it yanking you along there's an aggressiveness to that beat and and it does feel kind of like a race and and but at um, the same time, it makes me feel kind of silly too. Like it's not that serious. Like, come on, guys, get yeah. stupid. Get stupid. Yeah, get, get stupid. stupid. <laughs> is that is that your favorite part of the song, or do you have a favorite part of the song? 
like or what um i know i really love i really love the lyrics of it you know the the core the chorus you know don't stop yeah. me that, that's the verse but you know it's, I, I like like the messaging that's the cute part i think that's the only part of the pharrell track that i really like you mm -hmm. know and also the video too when he comes out with his purse and everything it's super cute right i think the rest of the pharrell tracks on the record you know kind of <laughs> drag for me but this one really has that oh. fresh that freshness to it and there is this like push and pull we were talking about it earlier this season with um the 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 push and pull of the timberland timberlake collaborations and the pharrell stuff and it's like uh were you a fan of either one when when it was announced that they were working with madonna and like how did you feel about all of that when that was were you like oh my god this is going to be the most um groundbreaking collaboration ever i almost said amazing um <laughs> most groundbreaking collaboration or was this like oh my god what's gonna happen yeah it was a little bit of like i was kind of i mean i love timbaland you know i love his work at missy Elliott, you know Aaliyah. i love all that stuff i'm a hardcore r&b hip-hop boy you know so at the same time i was like well why is she working with these guys they've already done stuff with other artists i didn't feel like she was you know, like with bedtime stories, it was a bit of a fluke, right? She had Dallas Austin, Nellie Hooper, Babyface, but it wasn't like she was following the trend. She was just giving her her stamp on it. So I was a little nervous about that. But then when I I heard some of the leaked tracks, specifically of, of Four Minutes, and I was like, wow, this is this is hot. And then I heard a sample of Candy Shop, you know, that Pharrell had put out too, because there were a yeah. lot of leaks at the time, and that was really hot too. So I was really excited about that. So um, you know, when the record came out. For me, it was a little bit of a mixed bag because some of those demos didn't really change. So mm. I thought she would kind of tweak that and sort of take it to the next level. But I, I definitely think that I would love to have heard the the Timbaland direction of this because actually I think I'm more in the Timbaland crowd than I am in the, the Pharrell crowd. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, interesting. I'm the opposite. I'm much more into the Pharrell tracks on the album. <laughs> the yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I really love this song for that. Like I think it's so wacky in so many ways. Like the totally. the, the sonic universe of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um but it reminded me too of Hollywood because it's it, it hmm. it's it's a dance track in an album that doesn't at that time when the when it came out and I was listening to it in order, I was like, Oh, a dance song, let's go. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me of Hollywood in that way, because Hollywood felt that way too when I got to Hollywood. Hollywood is the dance well on American life. Kind of. I mean, she talked about like doing like, oh, this is I made this song to perform live, you in know, like, yeah, 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 which you can totally hear. Did you see the Sticky and Sweet tour, Marquis? I sure did. Where Where did you see the show? Uh, I saw it in Los Angeles and in New York City. Okay, and yeah. and how was your experiences with "Give It to Me" at the end of the night? <laughs> I mean, Were you looking around for someone to give it to you, Marquitos, <laughs> in the crowd? Always, baby, always. <laughs> That's my problem. Um, no, I think the glasses that she wore was were cute. I love seeing her kids come out. You know, I mean, give it to me. It's, I think she wanted to do this with a whole hard candy record. Was really create a record to perform live to, right? And yeah. that was that was part of the intentionality of it all. And I think give it to me. I think she intended that to be either an opener or a closer. It also was supposed to be the opening, uh, the title track. Remember that? Like she took yeah. the whole photo shoot with like the belt buckle, give it to me, and then she changed it because of the Timbaland track with with Justin and Nelly Furtado. So um, I think you know it was cute. It was not my favorite closer for tours. You know, um, I think I would kind of like to see give it to me come back in some way, shape, or form. I think it could be taken to a whole other level. Mm -hmm. So who knows if she'll ever bring it back? But um, you know, to answer your question, Mark, I think sticky and sweet. You know, it was was a cute tour. You know, I think she had to really kind of just churn out the energy and, and get those seats, you know, packed, and she did that. 
Um, but I'll be honest, left me wanting a little bit more. Mm. Mm. Um, I think our last question for you is who? No, <laughs> I want more. Well, you can stay. You can stay. We'll call you again. We'll call you again. Yeah. Rather, hold on, hold on. I have so, so. Someone's calling me on, on the other line. Hold on, boys. Wait, <laughs> just kidding. Just well, kidding. Waiting. On that note, like, who do you say give it to me to? Ooh, who's honestly? Who would I, you say? Who would you say give it to me to? Who would I say give it to me? Well, you guys, not just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you guys, you we guys have, have a rule. Already... We can't be in the same. I mean, well, depends on what you're no, talking. About. you guys have given it to me on my show. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. If you guys didn't know, if you don't listen, if you listen to this podcast, as you obviously are, I had Mark and Kenny on my Diva Talk series, and they their their episode, your guys's episode, is the most streamed episode of my podcast. Oh, so you guys, you guys wow. gave it to me hard and and long, baby. So thank oh, you for that. It was a long yeah. episode. It was good. We, we had, had a good time. A good time. We had yeah. Good time. And if you haven't listened to Marquito's podcast, you can listen to it on any platform available that you listen to podcasts on, yeah, right? Yeah. The Marquitos Show. And where else can they find you, Marquitos? Everywhere. Everywhere you find your fun podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitch, you know, the usual suspects. Wonderful. Twitch, do you get a lot of people listening on Twitch? I have no idea. I don't think I get anybody on that thing, but it's, it's on there. <laughs> I don't even um, know how to find Twitch. Yeah, what, what, yeah. I don't even know what Twitch is. Um, oh, but it's, uh, like this. but it's like this. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's convulsing next to me right now. Don't convulse, Kenny. Oh gosh! Um, but uh, Marquitos, you didn't answer the question. I was about to. I so I'll tell you what. So I get this "give it to me" vibe whenever I meet someone new, and 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 in, in full transparency, I met this this new uh, gentleman caller this morning, and like. It was fun. This like, morning. Seriously, <laughs> like, you know, I was waking up, having my breakfast, and I get this little DM, like, bing, and I'm like, ooh, who's this? And, like, he's like, actually, he met me at the, at the reunion special that we taped, actually. Uh, and he would, uh, yeah, he's like, don't you remember me? And I was like, uh, I was so busy, I don't remember. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Xavier. And I was like, oh, so anyways, I'm hoping to give it to him. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, very okay. nice. All right. <laughs> Oh, so He's a very reach, nice guy. So you can reach Marquitos in his DMs or anywhere that you, that you listen to podcasts. I like on your your Instagram when you have these pictures of these very juicy boys and you're like, yes, please. Yes. That's <laughs> you like that? Yes. yes. Well, we hope you had a fabulous birthday. I yeah. did. I did. Thank you. I went to South Beach and uh, reminisced on Madonna's 1995 birthday party. I tried to recreate that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We saw the photos. You did a very Good yeah, job. Oh, thank you. It was a lot of fun. Job. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for picking up when we called you. Yes. And pick up when your mother calls you later. I will. I will. Thank you, boys, for having me on the show. <laughs> thank Big you. hug. I'll see you guys around. Bye, okay? sweetie. I got to go finish my vacuuming now. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I, you know what? I, I feel so much better about life now. I do too. I love Marquitos. I do too. I'm glad that he picked up. <laughs> What would we have done if he's not picked up? We would have gone down our list. Oh, boy. Who's next on our list oh, to call? And they wish they knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's talk about the music video to this insanely <sighs> beady second single off Hard Candy. Okay. Um, so it was basically a live fashion shoot. Yeah, it was based off of a fashion yeah, show. Yeah, it was um, co-directed by uh, Tom Monroe and Nathan Ry um, Reisman, Reisman um, and it was shot during the um, L magazine photo shoot. So at the same time she was doing the photo shoot for that, 
and she was doing the video uh, for this. There's, I mean, I think that the outfits are fantastic. Uh, and this is the only time I love when Madonna's wearing a hat that's not a cowboy <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah, the hat is cute. Yeah. That outfit, too, has all the jewelry. Yeah. Oh, it's so gorgeous. It's, it's very, um, it's very uh, pimpy, pimp daddy. Yeah, it's the beginning. You know, like, I feel like in the 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, like, she was wearing so much jewelry at that time, too. Yeah. This is much more organized and bigger, like, longer pieces, but they're, it's gorgeous with the black outfit. It's, it's a Phenomenal outfit. Yeah. And oh. and I do think that it's edited very well. I don't think they shot more than three hours. I don't know what was happening. Like, yeah. I, they didn't do... They didn't look back at what they'd made. No. Is what I'm saying. No. Because, for example... Uh, can we just stand the positives for a second before I, before you, I trash you, yeah, it? Yeah, okay. I mean, you trashed it. I no, was, I was like, about to go I'm, down. I, was I about really to go love down. the vi I love the way that it's edited. It has the energy of the song, which I really like. It's yeah. simple. It's clean. It's not overly produced. And I think for a second single, yeah, I think it's a really uh, admirable attempt. But it makes me sad because I feel like this song could have gotten a more of a royal treatment. Like, it should have gotten a little, like, I would have taken a little less for four minutes uh -huh. and given a little more to this. Okay. Because, yeah. first of all, I, I, I going back to things I like, I like that we are kind of back in the hung-up world, yes. you know, where we see her and she's in the studio. She looks gorgeous in that outfit. There's there's the black leather gloves, and you're right, they are black leather. Those Very are noticeable. Yeah. Uh, but that, that sequence in the dance studio added nothing to the song. Like, right. why was she in there? Well, no, she she never really, came back. She none never of it came really back adds it. up to anything. I mean, it doesn't. You know what I mean? There's not like a story. Yeah, like but you I'm said. not looking for a story with the song. The song is the story. I know, but this is a song like even like um, uh, "Girl Gone Wild," where like it doesn't need a story, but it needed like what "Girl Gone Wild" to me is one of her most successful later videos. Yeah, because there's dance in it. We're there's really, a point of view. Yeah, there's this a point feels of view. just kind of thrown together, and I think the the get stupid part works the best because I think Pharrell is really funny in it. Yeah. He's pulling the big bag, as Marquitos mentioned, which is hilarious and cute. And he's kind of popping in and out. And, and she's kind of she's kind of doing it. She's not as goofy as he is, you know. No. Um, but my biggest issue with the video is really that they didn't, like I said, they didn't look back at what they were making because, like, when we're, she's on that white background, there are full, like, full times in the video where it looks like she has no arms yeah yeah like it just it really looks it's very disconcerting and weird well there's i i think it's like it, it, it was like almost like zoom screens where they bl they blur right. it yes it's, it's like it's like an early blurring of a background and she just disappears yeah. it's, it's very it's really just depressing to me <laughs> depressing well, I remember you. when I watched it I was like depressed I was like this song is great and the video doesn't even meet it halfway I was so in shock still from the four minutes video I was like you know what they all can't be like a prayer anymore let's give this one a pass yeah but like and even in happy the, with this video. in the last cycle we had two great videos back to back and sure. I felt like we deserved one more but that the the you know, they already had a hit. Like, why? Maybe they figured this song wasn't going to hit, or they just were making a club video. But again, but, she was shooting it during a fashion. Like, I, I don't right. think there was a lot of time to do anything more than this. But like, isn't this the job? Isn't this her job? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally. So why Some isn't of there it, more this time? Is the, but she is doing her job. She's doing a photo shoot for Elle. She doesn't have the time. No, no, no. The job is that she has an album. So she should make the time to make a complicated, overproduced video. Artist. video. Oh, I She's get a famous it. video artist. I get like, it. 
I don't feel like, you know, I've, I, I've always point to the videos where she doesn't show up in the same way. I get it about time, but like, actually, if I, if I identify who Madonna is, I think Madonna, vid music, video. And so when Madonna, music, and video aren't all aligned. In sync, yeah. I'm like, what I, I get your point. And, and after the sorry video, after hung up, it's like how, you know, that, that was an amazing one-two punch. Right. And so it, it, it. And even with American Life, we had, at, you know, two videos, again, that were pretty interesting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's usually like we get two. Music as well. We had music and Don't Tell Me. Like, yeah, they were so, great videos. So Those we get great. two videos, but this one is like, I feel like, they yeah was it like they were all surprised they were making this the second single was it supposed to be something else no i i'm sure what happened was and this this again goes back to the the album um scheduling and i right. i'm assuming pharrell was not they were not there together because they don't right. they don't interact at all together right and that's all editing to make it look like so it's like okay she's shooting this video pharrell's not available to, to do a video video, like a, a shoot. Right. So this was their solution to doing it. And I mean, the cost, the, the clothes are amazing. The fashion is amazing. Sure. So I think that they thought the combination of the song, the fashion, and what they could do in the editing room was enough with the material they got. Okay. And that's, that's kind of how I think they settled on this. I don't think this is a groundbreaking video, but I also don't think it's like horrible. I think it does the job it needs to do. They all can't be mega statements. And I know that, that that's part of this album's Achilles heel. I get it, but I don't need it to be a statement. I just think that there could have been a little more leaning into it. Sure. Um, because maybe, it is maybe such Maybe she a and Pharrell song. could have driven around L.A. together. Yeah, they could have taken any of the cars from four minutes. Yeah, they could have taken a car from four minutes, got in the car. Madonna could have put on that pimp outfit, which I love, and she had been like, let's go shopping for hats. They could have done like they did for, the, yeah, the, for hats. They I love could it. go for hats, and, and, and as they're buying hats... Pharrell's putting them in that bag, and that bag, the Balenciaga bag, just continues to get bigger and bigger. So by the end of the, the end of the end of the video, they're driving into the yes. bag. they're inside the bag. Inside the bag yes. with all the hats, and they're just like, "Give it to me! Give it to me! Give me yeah. a hat! Give me no a hat! Stop me. Give me a hat! No, get just, stupid! Yes, they're just throwing hats around and throwing dancing hats. like crazy. Yeah, they're body slamming each other and just I like love it. giggling. I love it. I love it. It's very childlike. Eating candy. Eating candy. Putting them in the hats as they throw them out. I mean, the the, the choices are endless. We've had about 30 different setups and about 800 different formats. But I think we're good. She seems to like it. Huh? Mason, you were yep. shooting Super 8. Yep. Mark was shooting 16 mil bullets, which is a really cool format from there. Not, no one was shooting anything here. No, this is coming now. Don't be sneaky. This is an experiment. Good. But is this the first time? Is this the first time you've done a music video? You've done one other. No, I've never done a music video. Either. <laughs> um, Madonna performed this live all over the place, like like so many of the songs on Hard Candy. Uh, she did. She closed the Sticky and Sweet tour with it, famously. Yeah, in a fantastic version. Yes, it like went on and on and on. I mean, I, I loved it. it. Yeah. yeah, loved it. And she does it 
um, on all the promo tours as well. Yeah. Um, and I think she, like, I think, you know, to Marquito's point, and also Mary Gabriel said this, and we've said it to a degree, like, this album was made to be performed live, and it, yeah. this song really plays live so well. Yeah. It's so much fun and really connects to the audience and the energy, and she can really build into it. And, and I, lo- I love how it, it's a song that is about power empowerment and yet it feels very inclusive and it's not defensive in that way that that um so many of her other songs about people knocking her down and her getting back up are yeah and i think that like um you know when she was thinking about making the live album what she it explains why she didn't go with the original version of this song Mm -hmm. that she worked on with timbaland called infinity Which I think is really cool. I do too. I love it. I love the drive of it. It's got the drive of it, and it's got this kind of like, there's almost a punk quality yeah. to it. And it's it 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 is is funky as well. But I think I could see why at the end of the day, like she was like, oh, let's build into this other track that's so much more aggressive and really, you know, is 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 sort of in like bold color, whereas that song feels more like if if she had done a full Timbaland album, that song would have fit perfectly. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Totally, totally. But I think she made the right choice as far as like sonically where she went. But I like I like Infinity a lot. I do too. I do too. The remixes to this song are kind of fabulous. I mean, there's like how many of them like 18 there the, well the, there were eight or there were eight on the actual maxi single and yeah. then there were 16 released when they stream when they right. released it on the streaming platforms yeah and a lot of those were both a edit edit version and then the longer versions of yeah. so many of the songs yeah. and there's there's some really wonderful yeah. ones on it. the ones that i already knew were the eddie amador and the um paul oakenfold yeah um but you pointed to one that i oh didn't my know God. well i'm obsessed with these this is why the streaming ones are amazing yeah. i'm obsessed with the sly and robbie bango and Ra- raga mixes yeah. Yeah. because they're basically early mashups yes and i love them I think they're so cool. Yeah, they really are cool. 
inside me, I'm a fool. Sherry, Sly and Rabbit coming true. Madonna, what are you waiting for? Nobody's gonna show you how. Why wait for someone else to do what you can do right now? Insane. Yeah, and it's like a different song, but it so works. It's and so works. And, and I don't know where those were. I'd never heard them before. I don't know where they they came. I don't know when those mixes were met. Like, the, I didn't hear them at the, in the clubs ever, those versions. No, I never heard them either. I don't think that they were originally released. And I didn't really know, like, like I don't really know Sly and Robbie. Like, did you know them? Do you know I, them? I mean, I knew who they were, and I definitely knew that they, you know, they were um, Jamaican reggae, and 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 they did like dub music. So so they they had this career as like reggae stars in the late seventies and eighties, uh-huh. and then they kind of, when mixing and dance music really started to take off, uh. they kind of started doing dub mixes and tracks. Sly Dunbar and Robbie Shakespeare. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Yes, Robbie Shakespeare. Um, give it to me. Give it to me. And I really love the um, the tongue and, sp- and spoon, the tongue and spoon Wonderland mix. Oh yeah. Um, which has it reminds me of Where's the Party and I Love New York because it has street noise oh, yeah, yeah. in it. I love that too. So fun. I know. And there's one more because it has a personal story attached. Go on. Um, the um, the Freddie Legrand, the Fetty Legrand remix. Yes. Which I remember the first time I heard this song in a club uh, was was um, was that remix. And I was in a club uh, here in New York and I had issues with taking off my shirt when I was younger uh, at clubs and stuff. And I, by the time 2008 had rolled around, I had been going to the gym like religiously for like three years at that point. And I w- it was the first time that night when I took off my shirt because I was with the guy I was dating at the time and he was all about taking off his clothes all the time. And so I was like, oh, we're gonna take off our shirts. And it was the first time I felt totally comfortable ever was, was when I was listening to this remix of Give It To Me. And it's a horrible thing. Being a gay man and, and the body the body stuff is just yeah. so damaging. But I remember being like sweaty and shirtless in a club dancing to that remix. Give it to me. 
I mean, yeah, I think like it's a very interesting thing that that is what you remember. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very complicated. I, I, it was very because I, I, I you know, and, and I think I think part of it was Madonna at that time and the song being like, come on, like, like, who yeah. cares? You know, nobody's going to nobody's going to stop you. You got to like you've got you've got to find the power in yourself and the strength in yourself. I think that's great. Would you take your shirt off now when you go dancing? I don't. I'm so skinny now. Like all that bulk that I had back then is gone. I probably would. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, yeah. you know, it's a different time. Yeah. I never take my shirt off when I've gone dancing. Like, yeah. I don't, I feel like I'm too self-conscious. Like, I don't mind. I mean, I can go to the pool or the beach or whatever. Like, I have no problem not having a shirt on. But like, when I'm dancing, I feel like it's not the right lighting or something's not right for me. Something's it's not like right. the perfect lighting. In no, a way, I guess. Everyone looks beautiful under the day. disco lights. Oh, yes. So? I, okay, I, so you're I, saying I should take my shirt off next time? I'd we, support we you dance? if you did. I mean, I, I remember being so self-conscious about it and finally being like, you know what? If, if not now, when? Because I had been doing all the things they tell you to do to feel confident in yourself. I was lifting weights and doing sit-ups and doing push-ups and doing all the stuff. I was doing flips over the bars, all kinds of stuff and I was like if you if you can't do it now you're never gonna do it yeah I mean what are but, you waiting for Mark? but I mean like I also think like that it has to be somehow because I, I I'm unraveling this for me yeah. not just for you yeah. like has to be somehow with being fit and being in that totally perfect, totally to detrimental like, enjoying like oh my body and I'm free and I can totally go. totally yeah. it was not it was it was it was the wrong mode but it was the thing that but got I also me think there. that Madonna is a body shamer oh you think I mean, she said things like we've seen this on tape where she's like, oh, you got a little flab, <laughs> you know, or I, I want to see all the beautiful bodies. Let me see if you've been working out. Show me your body, you know, and like I think that she plays into this all the time. Well, she, well, she has. Well, she has. And I and I think, you know, and I, I probably equated the power of working out with the Madonna power because yeah. you know, you would hear these stories about Madonna working out three hours a day before doing any, you you'd be like, yeah. well, I have to do that if I'm going to like play on that level. Totally. Yeah. 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 This song, I mean, like I, I would love to hear it again. And like Marquito said, like, I think it would be wonderful to see what, how she would do it today. Yeah. Because I think she still believes this. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, do you think it's like a stronger song than, say, Celebration? Which it's Ooh. mixed into sometimes. Yeah. You know, it was mixed into. And, and Girl Gone Wild. They mixed it into Girl Gone yeah, Wild yeah, for the totally. beginning of the MDNA tour. Yeah, it's at the beginning and end of that tour. Um, yeah. They're different kinds of songs, I think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, don't um, uh, give it to me is very much about the self and, and empowering the self. Yeah. Celebration is about, you know, gathering all people. True, true. True, very true. I you would know, love she, to see them mash them up. Oh yeah, I would be. love to see well, a there, real. Isn't there? Isn't that part of the celebration song that they put, they add in a given to, give it to me? Part? Yeah, yeah. So, but I think she she really likes the song a lot. She almost named the album this. Yeah, and she was wearing the belt that said "Give It to Me" on it in the photo shoot, which is also just going back to the lore of this album and like not sure what this would be. Mm. That she had it as one thing, then she had it another thing, and then it ended up as hard candy. But I think to and they didn't use this because Timberland already has another song with Nelly Furtado and Justin Timberlake called "Give It to Me." 
Is it going? Is it going? Is it going? Is it going? I don't know what you're looking for. Talk on love. love my ass and my abs in the video for promiscuous My style is ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous If you see us in the club, you'll be acting real nice If you see us on the floor, you'll be watching all night We ain't here to fuck your body So give it to me, give it to me, give it to me Wanna see you fuck your body So give it to me, give it to me, give it to me When Kimbo is in the party, everybody is a great song yeah and actually really really is like to me that's the culmination of that those guys working together yeah totally Furtado really slides into that world yeah but she was also very malleable much do you know what I mean like yeah like really there wasn't a lot you could say about who Nelly like I'm like a bird yeah was the song I I also and I think what gives the song its power is the Madonna parts and and the idiosyncrasy of Madonna being in the song and I think that's what gives it the fuel that it needs to really do what it needs to do the soreness that it comes into yeah for sure get stupid Kenny Uh, I will till next time All through my wild days My mad existence I kept my promise Don't keep your distance Give it to me